and welcome to Center for Victory's podcast of your best day yet. At Center for Victory, we're here to help unlock, reinforce, and enrich relationships through personal and professional development. I'm Eric Guy, Chief Victory Officer here at the Center for Victory. Today, I have a very special guest, uh, Mr. Bob Moore, Vistage Chair extraordinaire down from Memphis, Tennessee. Glad to have you on, uh, Bob. Really excited for you to be talking to us today. Um, what we've been talking about for the month of January was leading into the new year. I don't think there's, there's many other people better than you to be able to, to give us some tips. I know you're going to be talking about some tips on UC with uh, the mistakes, a couple of the, mis the bigger mistakes that leaders make, especially in and waiting too long to make a decision. But before we get into that, would you mind just uh, telling people who you are? I think you're great. I just want everybody else to think you're great too. So tell people kind of what you do, how you got involved with Vistage and, and all of your experience because it's gonna play into to the topic that you're talking about today with us. Okay, well, well thank you, Eric. First of all, it's a pleasure to be here. And uh, I don't know if I can live up to that, um, that intro, but... Uh, I'm, I'm a Memphis guy. I had a business here in Memphis for uh, a short 30 years. was a member of a Visage group, which is a peer group of business leaders, CEOs, company presidents that meet on a regular basis and, and help each other um, run businesses better. And after doing that for, for running that business for 30 years, I wanted to do something different. And uh, my Visage chair suggested that I become a chair. I didn't think that was the right thing because I wanted to start another business. That's what business people do, right? And, but after uh, leaving, after selling my company and having a little time off, I realized that becoming a Visage chair would be a great second chapter in my life and an opportunity to give back to the Memphis business community. So that's what I do. Uh, I've been doing that since 2008. I have uh, five Visage groups in the Memphis area, and uh, I'm also the best practice chair for the Southeast, so I lead the Visage chair group uh, that meets on a regular basis in Atlanta. So uh, that's my world. That's my world, and uh, it's great to be here with you today. Yeah, and that's it's amazing because I, you know, as as you know, we met through Vistage, and and I've been involved with this. I've been a member for for a decade now, mm -hmm. for as, almost as long as you've been chairing. That uh, I've been a member, and it's been tremendous. And I know you bring a lot of value to your members and and the folks in your groups. But uh, one of the things that I did want to talk to you about that you and I have had discussions on uh, from time to time, but I think you bring a lot of value and I love how you put this stuff. But really, we're just going to talk about the two or three mistakes that you see leaders make uh, day to day. You say they revolve around uh, leaders that take too long to make decisions. And, and uh, the first one is in hiring. So. Can you speak to that? What do you see, you know, if you could tell uh, a business person, a leader about hiring, what, what, would, what advice would you give them? Um, well, first thing, since I, I wrote up that, those notes for you and talked about the mistakes, I've been thinking about it because your topic is leadership going into the new year. So I think rather than focusing on the negative, the mistakes, I'm gonna reframe it. These are the things I think leaders should do in the new year. I think these should be their new year's resolutions. So I'm going to change it up a little bit, but the, it, it's all about making decisions. And, uh, and it's the, the concept. I think leaders are generally make them too slowly. 
Uh, and I know I did. When I had my company, I was bad at that. So, I, you know, this is a, a do as I say, not as I did thing. I've, I've learned a lot over the last 10 years. But the on the hiring side, every leader I know, every business owner I know makes a one-year, three-year, five-year financial forecast. But I encourage my Vistage members, make one-year, three-year, five-year organization chart or chart forecast. How many people is it going to take to accomplish those financial goals? And then as you reach those, or you see yourself reaching those goals, then start thinking, I need to strategically hire this position, that position. Because for 99% of positions out there, you can't hire someone, they walk in first day, and they're very effective. There's you know, there's onboarding time, there's training, there's, there's familiarizing with the company's function, uh, processes and culture and all of that. So you need to plan that ahead. And they don't, leaders often don't do that. So because I, I think they, it's like, oh my, I, I think business is going to drop off or I'm afraid to pull the trigger on that expense right now. So then what happens, they get to a point, finally, they know they have to have that person. So now they're under time pressure. And when you're under time pressure and hiring, you make mistakes. You hire people that you think, well, they're okay. I see some flaws, but we can live with it. You, you make compromises. And as you and I both know, that rarely goes well. Right. So I think the, the, the first thing on decision-making is plan your hiring ahead of time. Years ahead is fine. It is ideal. And, and, but even a year ahead is, is great. And, and then have a, an HR leader in your organization that works as your strategic partner on this. So you're hiring proactively as instead of reactively. That's a very good point. Uh, you know, not many people look at it that way, Bob. And, and I'm, you know, if people could just walk away with just that one tip of just <laughs> thinking about, okay, what, even in the next six months, I mean, if we just start there instead of just getting to the, getting to where you need it and go, wow, man, we need to hire somebody. And then, just all the mess that comes with that. And I know that the hiring piece is important, but I know what we hear in Vistage a lot is about <laughs> getting rid of somebody. Like, the, the, what, what advice would you give for that? Yeah, the flip side of that. Yeah. Um, it is, it's a, an unfortunate but necessary part of business. Not everyone fits our, our company and our culture, or they may fit it for a while, but the company may outgrow them. And I see that a lot. So I, um, as I often say, if you, if you watch television and watch movies, you'll think that every business owner gets up every morning, rubs their hands together and, and thinks, oh boy, who can I fire today? Who can I make miserable? But the reality of it is, is just the opposite. Leaders are very reluctant to pull that trigger and make that decision. Uh, and I don't know if it's because of compassion. I don't want to do that to someone. I don't know if it's because of well, if I do that, I've got to go hire someone and train them, and I don't want to go through that, you know, that effort and that time. But the reality of it is you're not doing anyone any, any favors. You're not helping the company because you have a non-performer or a non-ideal performer in the role. You're not helping that person because if they're not performing well, they're probably not happy in their role. Yeah. Uh, and you're not helping the other people in the organization because, you know, nothing demotivates a high performer more than watching you tolerate a low performer. So it is a lose, lose, lose deal to keep them around. And, um, uh, and so I, I, you know, I don't like the word fire, terminate. I talk about, you know, freeing up their future or offering them to the marketplace, however you want to put it. But, uh, and, and I have to tell you, there is no more kind and, and compassionate uh, business environment 
than the current one for putting someone out in the market if somebody that doesn't fit your organization because the with the unemployment rate at, at crazy low levels there are jobs out there and um, uh, I know in my company we would delay and delay we'd finally let someone go and I'd serve, I'd see that person either around town or at a trade show or something later and they would thank me for firing them because the job they found they were much better suited for and enjoyed it more so it's really a very compassionate thing. It's just, it's hard to do. I get it. Yeah. But um, we have a great speaker in Vistage named Hunter Lott. And he yeah. uh, always says firing is something we shouldn't be um, comfortable with, but we should be good at. And I think that's a way to do it. It's, it's something we should always be a little reluctant to do, but willing to do it and good at doing it. And, and I think that's a, that's a key thing. So that's my, my ask for leaders going into the new year. If you have a non-performer on staff, develop a plan to uh, upgrade your, your, the talent on your team and um, give them the opportunity to go find something that is better suited for them and bring, in, bring someone in that's better suited for you. Yeah, and I like that whole idea, Bob, of, of you saying freeing up somebody's future. Like, if you think of it that way, you know, what you're, what you're looking at is really, you know, it, it, from a moral standpoint, I'm morally responsible to do good to this person right and get them in the right place let's just do that up that's why i love that that statement that you have freeing yeah. up someone's future because a lot of times if we saw somebody suffering in a different situation we wouldn't let that occur but we see it every day when we walk into this exactly place. exactly i mean if, if people can think like that i really i love that statement and to be able to think about it that way so thank you for that one and then uh, the last uh, tip that you have too, Bob, is just around just general business decisions. Um, so if, if leaders are looking into this new year, into 2020, what are just some, some tips you can give them, just, just general business decisions that they, they need to make and look at? Yeah, I think um, a lot of, and I, I don't know if it's most leaders, a lot that I work with are very slow decision makers. Um, they deliberate, they debate, they calculate, they do another study, they think about it some more, they mull it over as someone described it to me recently. And I think in doing so, uh, one, I know it frustrates the teams because I work with a lot of key executives that get very frustrated at their CEO or their company president because they won't make a decision on something. And it gets back to the previous two items, the hiring and the, the freeing up of the future. Uh, delaying those decisions just really frustrates people because they know they need help or they know they have a non-performer and someone won't pull the trigger on that. Um, but in business decisions in, in general, launching a new product or a new initiative or going after a new sales channel or whatever it may be, make the decision and, and go for it. it. Once you do it, it's, not, it's often not uh, irreversible. You can go into it, decide, well, maybe this isn't exactly the way or we can adjust on the way. But I think it's that that indecision, I, I saw a quote one time, it said the, you know, the road to life is paved with flat squirrels that couldn't make a decision, so be decisive. And, and I think that's, that's very true. And we, um, in, in, and I don't know what we're afraid of. You know, I mean, it's, these are not life and death things. These are, uh, let's, let's go after a new, a new market opportunity. And sometimes you wait so long to make a decision, the opportunity's gone. And so you end up not making the decision or just, you know, it ends up being, we're not going to go after this opportunity as a default answer because you've missed the opportunity because of the delay. So 
Um, make a few, don't make too many in one year. New, too many big initiatives in one year can, can uh, kind of choke an organization. Pick two or three strategic initiatives early, go for them, make those decisions, hire the people, clean up the team. And uh, it's amazing what happens to a company when they do that. Yeah, that's, that's some good stuff. Are there any like um, other tidbits you have, um, you know, in, in summation of all that, anything that comes off the top of your head? Well, the, you know, all of my or most of mine is, is based on uh, experience and in, in running my business. And it's not that I did everything right. In fact, if I could go out back and run my business again today, it would be very different. Uh, but I imagine most of us think that. But it's, um, it really gets down to, it's all about people. Uh, the, you know, the hiring methodology that you and I uh, talk about using uh, uh, the predictive index profile for, for hiring the right people, for getting the, those correct profiles and not deviating over, uh, deviating from our plan to hire on the profile because we fall in love with someone in an interview. And to, to stick with that and think strategically about your team. Uh, your HR person is, is just as important a part of your strategy as your financial person. And, um, uh, and my wife is an HR director or VP of HR, and I hear that all the day. She, you know, it's a strategic function. And um, so I think companies to think of people as a strategic item and not just a, uh, an expense item and um, make those tough decisions going forward, your people will love you for it. And yeah. I think that's, and respect you for it. And that's, that's the key. Well said. Uh, before I forget, because uh, I know we have uh, a pretty strong following down in, in the Memphis area. If, if there are leaders that are interested in, in contacting you, Bob, what's, you know, is there an email that they can reach out to you? Get yeah, it's, it's, it's very simple. It's bob.more at vistage.com. Uh, we make that pretty easy. And uh, yeah, if anyone in, in this area or elsewhere who would like to be connected with somebody from Vistage in their market, uh, get in touch with me and I'll make the right connection. Yeah, and I really appreciate that because you guys offer so much and, and what the chairs give uh, mean to me is irreplaceable. Uh, all the ones that I've met and, and been involved with such a, a good organization with with you all facilitating that and all the experience that you've had and bring to the table, it's been fantastic. Uh, with that, uh, I'm gonna leave us with a quote from uh, John F. Kennedy. Uh, very simple, but uh, very to the point. Uh, leadership and learning are indispensable to each other. And, and with that, you've given us some great tips, Bob, and I really appreciate that. And I hope some people can take some of those tips into the new year and really do something with them. Um, that's all for today, folks. I really thank you for watching. Make sure you leave a, uh, this video a like and, or leave a comment down in the comment section below. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit the subscribe button as well as the bell icon uh, to get notified when we post next. If you'd like more information, you can always visit us at centerforvictory.com. And remember, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, make this your best day yet. Take care. Thank you, Eric.